Brent Kermelitic and thanks for listening to Talking Architecture and Design brought to you in association with the Architecture and Design Network. You can catch up with news, projects, interviews and much more at architectureanddesign.com.au where you can also subscribe to our newsletters and magazine. Today we have with us in our virtual studio, studio all the way from over the Nullarbor, over in Perth, Robert Kirkowski, Managing Director of Rural Building Company. Robert Kirkowski is Principal Design Manager for the Rural Building Company. He has a design history that spans close to 30 years with a background in architecture, interior design and construction. He has performed research and design roles across multiple building brands, crafting tailor-made designs, considering costs, differing housing markets, branding segments, creating housing that addresses the various housing typologies being built across the great big state of Western Australia. So welcome to Talking Architecture and Design, Robert Kirkowski. Oh, good morning, Franco. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for making time out of your day to have a chat. That's quite all right. Thank you for thank you for agreeing to be interviewed. I've got to say, how is the building sector uh, out your way? I mean, uh, we know how it's over here on the <coughs> east side. How is it out your way? Well, you know, the current building sector in Perth, it's it's been difficult to say the least. You know, it's probably been for the most parts throughout Australia at the moment. Uh, I guess we're all sort of suffering from the typical problems facing most builders. Um, you know, there's a, there's a shortage of trades available to complete current building projects. Also, there have obviously been supply issues regarding products and essential uh, building materials. And you add on to that both the rising um, pricing in both labour and materials, then you obviously end up with a scenario that's uh, very difficult to do business. You know, And this unfortunately creates longer build times, which creates disappointment in the consumer, You know, which is, uh, is, is, is a sore point, I guess, because at the end of the day, you're building homes for people. And uh, they're, you know, their family homes taking much longer to build to complete and uh, unfortunately at a higher cost. So it's not a great scenario. You know, all the stimulus that was provided at both the federal and state level um, ended up pulling everyone forward that was thinking about building. You know, typically the builds would have happened over a few years, yeah. uh, but they all ended up being bundled all into that one concentrated, you know, condensed time frame. You know, but in saying that, obviously uh, things are improving. And as they like to say, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. So things are, are, are getting better, but incrementally very slowly. Mm-hmm. Actually, I read somewhere, you, you might be able to tell me this, is it true that the last brickmaker has closed down in Western Australia? Is that true? Um, I'm not sure if the, the last one, but there was a consolidation of, of, of okay. we, we had a, we listen, we've always had a history of, of brick making mm-hmm. uh, here in WA and double brick. We build primarily in double brick. That's obviously changed. Really? Um, That's interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, housing is especially, it's it's been the cheapest to do uh, a double brick home. Listen, our, our sands, our soils enable us to do that, not like, I guess, in Melbourne where there's clay and they have uh, raft slabs and, you know, and have brick veneers and all that kind of thing because of just the, the, the weight on the soil and the type of soil, reactive soil. But, um, you know, uh, I guess businesses have, have consolidated across Australia. So, you know, uh, Midland Brick uh, joined with sort of the BGC kind of thing. They've kept the name Midland Brick, um, but they've consolidated. And obviously, then you've got the the national businesses that operate in that in that space. But we've uh, listen. Er- everything is getting um, much more condensed in that space, I guess. And there's different top topologies or topologies of building that have probably driven that as well. So, mm-hmm. And and also uh, labour. You know, it's very hard. At one stage, it got very ridiculous to try and get a bricklayer. <laughs> So tell me about the rural building company. Um, are there some specific challenges that um, 
you guys face? Yeah, sure. Listen, well, the rural building uh, company, I guess, faces some unique challenges to what uh, we typically, as a home builder, would be encountering. I guess it's been a little bit more amplified uh, with us. I say this because uh, we build in the regional areas of WA, so sometimes re reaching out, you know, to quite remote areas. Also, our builds are a little bit more bespoke than, than other builders, and we have more complex demanding building construction methods. And as a result, a lot of our trades will take on the simpler builds over our complex design. So, you know, it's it again, it's been harder to try and uh, grab that resource uh, in the market when it's quite heated. It's also been easier for them in general, just, uh, you know, the work may not require as much travel. So a lot of our jobs require a lot of travel uh, compared to, I guess, other builds. So, you know, because our, our projects are spread out over such a large geograph geographic area uh, over the state. So I guess that's probably unique to us. Do you think that the building sector is faring better or worse in WA than the eastern states? And why would you say what you think? Well, you know, that, that's interesting. And it's always good to compare uh, states to see where they're at. And we're all running at sort of different levels of activity. Uh, but I guess, you know, based on observations and just research, you know, it appears that the challenges faced in the eastern states are maybe a little bit more pronounced. I guess uh, you know there's more numbers there. There's more building happening, but uh, but the population's bigger, so I guess the resource would be bigger as well. But you know there's numerous prominent builders in the region that have encountered you know significant financial hardships, uh, which is not an isolated phenomenon, but uh, reflective of a broader national trend, I guess. But it's you know essentially it's disheartening to witness these circumstances unfold particularly you know like when we spoke of before there's a there's an urgent need for increased housing nationwide you know the prevailing rental crisis is a direct consequence of insufficient supply exacerbated by you know the overwhelming constraints on the labor the, the scarcity of materials escalating costs that permeate, permeate many states you know these issues uh in essence represent common difficulties uh that multiple states are grappling with um but I think, you know, listen, overall, we're all in the same boat. We've all got the same problems. But um, I think maybe it may be a little bit more pronounced in the eastern states. You guys took out the 2023 HIA Australian Project Home of the Year award recently, um, which is a very beautiful home, uh, which we featured in our magazine. Um, tell me about the project and why do you think it won? Uh, well, Branko, you know what, uh, I think it's important to probably uh, best start with, you know, what makes rural building uh, unique in, in general. You know, our journey commenced quite a while ago, you know, over 30 years ago. Mm. You know, we recognised the demand in the market for individuals seeking uh, a refreshing change. You know, be it the lure of the tree change, uh, sea change, or even the shift towards uh, embracing eco-friendly living. You know, that was something that was quite new at that time. And we saw it happening. And we, uh, we, we aim to specialise in crafting homes that, you know, hum, harmoniously sort of respond to the diverse environments and locations where people aspire to reside. And, you, know, we, you know, we carefully consider, you know, the uh, macro, micro climate conditions as well as the site-specific factors, you know, which is, this is the, what makes us unique, you know, as a, as a building company. So, but the specific project that did receive the National Award, um, you know, it's a great example of one, one of our many designs that, you know, exemplify uh, the reasons why we formed as a company and and essentially our holistic approach to housing, you know, one that is responsive to location, uh, the desired lifestyle aspirations for people living in those areas. You know, the house won the award based on one of our most successful designs uh, because we've got a range of homes uh, 
uh, obviously as a home builder. And the design, uh, you know, is called the Hinterland Retreat. You know, the design speaks with, uh, um, I can say, a honest uh, intention of expressing its construction. Uh, the layout is informal, which is something that we sort of focus on because it, it sort of relates to the way people want to live and emphasises uh, a connection to site. So in this regard, you know, our homes stand out and set themselves apart uh, from the conventional mass approach by most of the home building companies. And I think that's the reason why our home stood out and won that a national award. You know, it, 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 it's, it's, you know, it's probably a long-winded response, but I guess it's good to uh, sort of uh, explain to people our approach to building, you know, our approach to design and, and those kind of specific locations. And that's what we've won, I think. Do you, do you think that the style of, of houses that are being built in WA, do you think that that would work in the eastern states? You know, that's an interesting question. And we've often had that sort of uh, discussion here about, you know, could we make the move to the eastern states? Should we? You know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, listen, we're throughout all of Western Australia. Uh, so we're, you know, one of the state's largest re regional builders uh, because we build in most areas. But, you know, with Real Building Company, uh, I guess we've created a design aesthetic that I feel is quite unique. Um, over the years, we've established, you know, a design vocabulary that I feel can be easily identified um, as specifically Real Building Company, you know, which is great. So as the designer, uh, I feel a little bit proud about that uh, because people can sort of see and understand that when I see one of our homes, it's it's us, you know. Um, and I, and I, although I feel we have this unique impression to our homes, I do believe that our homes can easily translate and feel at home in the eastern states. You know, the reasons for this is our landscapes are, are very familiar throughout Australia in general. So, for ex you know, for example, you know, I'd often take my kids to the art gallery so much so that I, I don't think they want to go there anymore. But there'd be a, a, a large canvas, you know, on, on beautiful painting uh, by Frederick McCubbin, you know, a painting named Down on His Luck. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's quite a famous painting. Uh, you know, the one of the uh, swag man is sort of sitting by the campfire in the bush. You know, the painting The painting itself was done in Melbourne, but when I see it, I evoke a typical Australian landscape. Right. So I see something that, uh, you know, I see the same thing for rural building company. I see it as an Australian-centric home building company as we respond directly to the Australian landscape. So our homes, you know, our homes uh, feel like they belong, and for those reasons, um, I feel, yes, they could work in the eastern states. Getting back to the awards, do awards help? businesses like yours i mean I, I know it's nice to win awards and nice to win accolades from your your peers and, and your industry I, I, that's for everybody you know journalists included <laughs> but um do they help your business or are they just a, a nice add-on oh listen they do i think they do a few things you know it, it it's always uh nice to get recognition I yeah. think it's uh i think it's what everyone you know everyone wants to be recognized and receive some kind of affirmation you know, for the job that they do. So, yes, you know, listen, it's nice to receive awards. Uh, let, let's be honest. Uh, but what makes this award, I guess, a little bit more uh, special in particular in this instance is that the home uh, that, that won the award belongs to two of our own staff members. So they're, they're uh, our, own our own staff members that are based in the regional office in the great southern region of Western Australia, you know, and it's, a per it's their personal residence, uh, of both our construction manager and the administrator. Uh, contracts administrator in that office there. So not only is it great for business, but it's also wonderful for staff to be recognised for their work. You know, and the reason why I say staff is because uh, it's important to note that a lot of our staff are based in the regions. 
They're right. regionally based uh, in in the many areas that we build. So they they help execute uh, the vision of the company. You know, delivering inspiring homes that are personal to their specific regions. You know, delivered by people that work in those communities. You know, that's another component that really locks in our designs um, with a strong sense of place. You know, I keep I keep referring to the location. You know, our homes are about the locations that we build in. So this truly uh, completes the holistic approach to uh from design to action completion of the build by having people people that are based in those areas and they build them and they complete those homes what are some of the latest projects that you're working on um well listen uh there, there's always something we're working on but i guess there's something that we've just finished that I, I wouldn't mind talking about and 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 that's a new home we just recently completed a new demonstration home uh, that we've named the Daintree. You know, the home was designed. The reason why I want to mention it is because it was uh, designed in the prevailing conditions of COVID when, when in Australia. So, uh, you know, that period that everyone will look back on fondly of, you know, the period where we all found ourselves spending more time at home, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of time at home. So even even work habits have changed and so forth. And, you know, essentially, uh, I think what happened is a lot of people uh, rediscovered the beauty of green spaces and indoor greenery. You know, um, so looking at that, you know, our homes have always had the focus on establishing that strong connection with the surrounding site, which we always achieve through, you know, use of our wide apertures, you know, expansive apertures that capture the natural external views and all that kind of stuff. But in, in this particular case, uh, we also added and emphasised the creation of a private internal outdoor spaces. So enhancing the connection to the lush green spaces in lots of different directions, you know. Uh, the indoor spaces in this particular instance is separated by two pavilions um, and featuring a meandering kind of river riverbed that provides a sense of uh, privacy and intimacy. Uh, and I did that because normally we look outwards in our homes. Our homes capture the views, you know, they do that uh, very well. But uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, were, were homebound and uh, I, I thought about let's create a personal green space. And uh, so, you know, Despite this, you know, we've retained our hallmark cues, uh, you know, beautifully framed the surrounding landscape, but also uh, made that sort of uh, internal uh, private connection to green space. So hence the design that makes it special connection to the greenery is much more pronounced. So in that latest uh, design, you know, we strive to keep our homes in sync with the current social aspects. Mm-hmm. So we're always looking at what's happening. So what's happening in, in socially, you know, what are the current things that are and in that moment it was COVID and so so we seamlessly try and integrate you know the present trends uh, into the dialogue of the homes that we design and create so the philosophy extends to our ongoing projects as well so as we continuously update and evolve our designs with an eye towards the future so at the moment basically uh, we're looking at a whole range of homes that we've got and and we sort of uh, reinventing the ones that we think that need to be um, brought up to today, what's happening today. We do that constantly. So that's probably what we're working on um, mostly at the moment. So sort of just, uh, it's a constant tweaking and adjustments to try and make it as responsive as possible to the time that we're living in. Maybe another HIA award next year, Robert. Hopefully, hopefully. Robert Kirkowski, Managing Director of Rural Building Company. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, Branko, for having us. Really enjoyed it. You've been listening to Talking Architecture and Design. We've been talking with Robert Kirkowski, Principal Design Manager for the Rural Building Company from Perth. Thank you very much for your time. Until next time, goodbye. I'm Branko Melodic. Thanks for listening to Talking Architecture and Design, brought to you in association with the Architecture and Design Network. 
The A&D Network proudly presents the Sustainability Awards. You can find more information at sustainablebuildingawards.com.au.